Am I on? Yep. I don't hear the theme music. Oh, man. Okay. Hey, you guys. It's Sugar here. Um, I don't know how long tonight's going to be either. But I'm hoping my uh, regular people chime in. And I hope um, uh, my guests who are new to the show uh, drop, drop a word or two. So this is the Natalie Sugar Brown Show. Uh, 7.30 every Wednesday night. Of course, this face is going to be in the place. Um, maybe different place, like I always say, but it's certainly going to be Sugar's face. Hey, y'all. All right. So um, I'm sure y'all heard the news. Uh, the mega match has been canceled due to the untimely passing of Queen Elizabeth. Uh, and, and that right there is quite uh, a way to um, put a stop to, to all this uh, anticipation that's going on. The queen said, you know what, ladies, you may feel like you're the queen, but I need my time. So um, tonight, I'm just going to, it, it'll probably be a quick show. It all depends on who chimes in. But uh, tonight, I'm going to just take it down a little bit, clear the air, you know, feature a crone that I liked back in the day. And then um, I got two contenders that I want to talk about and um, fix your eyes on since we have some some time uh they're saying for this mega match now to uh get back on get back on and get going we'll have to wait until down into october for uh the mega match to uh happen and what i'm saying or what uh my deal about that, you know, that, that that's, it, it goes into the title of the show, uh, When Fights Fall Through. I've, I said this last week, uh, speaking to Mike and them uh, on, on their slot about fights falling through. Like I said before, you know, that's just the life of a woman boxer. I, I'm not sure if I told y'all the spiel about the sugar show, but... The Sugar Show basically is my platform, Natalie Sugar Brown, uh, to give you all an authentic uh, perspective of the life and trials and times of a, a woman boxer. Uh, sharing uh, sharing uh, a lot of my stories and, and shining light on some other broads and crones and other ladies who, have ma who make the industry. Uh, such an exciting, wonderful, um, you know, just gritty industry. Uh, very interesting. So, um, yeah, so biggest fight in of the year in women's boxing, right? And it falls through. I, I mean, that's just the story of our lives, right? Um, fights fall through like, uh, you know, Fights fall through like raindrops fall, 
you know, for a woman boxer. You get all excited. You you know, you're training hard, you're running, you're focused, you're cutting, or you know, you're 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 doing everything so you can be prepared for that day or night and just out of nowhere plans change and you know you don't have a fight you uh not only do you not have a fight but she ain't got no money coming in neither <laughs> right yeah they're gonna hold the purse unless your manager is a good manager and then they they negotiate an upfront uh, uh payment for on your purse but uh, most of the time that doesn't happen or unless you're a name uh, those things don't happen. So that's what, I mean, that's what's going on right now, especially with the women on the undercard. But I think I know who's probably the happiest about this um, uh, delay in the mega match. I would, I, I want to put, I want to say that um, I think Savannah Marshall may be, grateful for the delay because from what i saw in in just you know the the press conference the pre pre-fight uh uh public workout and all of these things that you know build and generate the 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 tension and the hype for the night fight night uh she seemed like that pressure was getting to her uh, of course, uh, I would say Clarissa Shields, she, she's a star, so she was shining, showing up, uh, dressed to kill, you know, the, looking, looking just very prepared for Saturday. But Savannah Marshall now, I would say, um, she, she looked as though the, the, the pressure might have been getting to her. And the pressure of that I'm talking about is knowing that this is the fight of your life or this is the fight of her life. This will make or break her, right? Um, a lot of people would think Clarissa has more to lose in the fight than Savannah Marshall, but it's the other way around, right? So Savannah Marshall will no longer be Savannah Marshall in that context after the fight if it doesn't go well for her. And those thoughts, if you are not strong and if you don't have that, uh, that, that uh, dog, that grit in you, where you know you're going to step up and kill the queen, uh, you will certainly break under the pressure. So I think, you know, she has a couple more weeks, I think even a little over a month to get prepared for her mega opportunity. Uh, it, it, I've always said this, uh, you know, I always say this, you know, she, some people just got a four leaf clover, you know, <laughs> um, tattooed on their, their hind parts or something like that. But uh, she she's lucky enough now to get a hold of herself and, um, they get to do it all over again, meaning that they they're at peak right now, and you know they're they're gonna uh, they're gonna settle down in the training and do just enough 
so they can peak again in October's fight. So, I mean, that's what it is. Um, let me start the show, though. You know, a lovely assistant. Uh, do you have do you have a, an image, a first image that we can share? Okay, so tonight I'm going to feature some some broads and crones and ladies that um, are also interesting uh, in in this women's fight game and women that I, I'd like to for you to look up and and for us to have a chance to discuss further. Um, that you're looking at Yvonne Reyes right now and you're looking at the, the record is what it is. Seven wins, no KOs by those wins, 15 losses, and two KOs. But judging by this record, you would think, uh, you know, this one's the, this one's a, a journey woman. She, she must have made the decision to be that that high that paid loser. But that's really not the case. So uh, Yvonne Ray's um, a, a crone. Uh, I, I believe she she entered the game uh, as a young uh, crone and an old broad. Uh, we were on the same Olympic, um, the the women's USA uh, boxing Olympic program team together. Okay, so uh, she was she was much older. I was a scrappy t uh, teenager, and she was much older. She was the middleweight on our team. And uh, Yvonne did well for herself in the amateur. She she won uh, some some titles, some national titles as a middleweight, and she even got as far as getting a silver medal at the world championships as a middleweight. So she did good in the amateurs, um, and then she transitioned to pro, where she fought the likes of uh, Bonnie Mann. Which Bonnie man, you know, she, all of these ladies are tough cookies, and I want you to look them up. Uh, Letitia Robinson, Shelly Burton, who uh, was Layla Ali's last fight, Erin um, Tuffhill, uh, Natalia uh, Ragazina, Ragazina uh, Dakota Stone, and, and like Natalia, I believe Natalia was up there, light heavyweight to heavyweight. Um, Dakota Stone, Mary Jo Sanders, uh, Conchistina Ashing out of South Africa, Giselle Salandi, the uh, late uh, superstar, uh, super middleweight superstar. She was uh, a young champion like Clarissa Shields at the time. I think they would that would have been a dream match for those two to get together uh, now, but she she died young. Um, Teresa Perosi. Also, uh, um, uh, a lady who was a, a, a world champion amateur contender, uh, Valerie Mafu, uh, who everyone knows was an old crone back in the day, uh, great fighter. She, I believe she, did she fight Layla? I'm not sure if she fought Layla. Uh, Adelita uh, Irizari who was uh, a hot welterweight on the scene, and she fought Hannah Gabriels, who now rallies at light, I think, heavyweight. Okay, so uh, this, this old crone uh, put her work in, and despite of that ugly record that you see, 
uh, she has done some great things in in her career. I believe she was uh, one of the first women who actually fought in in South Africa. Uh, I'm not, I think it's Kenya. So we'll go uh, a bit further into this. Tonight, tonight's show is just um, getting everybody back grounded, back, back onto um, just a scene of women's boxing. Um, lovely assistant, let's, let's, let's go on to the next uh, image. Let's do this. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. So, you know what I'm saying? This is this is Yvonne. Yvonne also moonlighted in MMA. So, like, I I, I want to say this. I I want to bring this uh, to the table. She started her combat career as a, a old broad and a young crone. So she she was between I believe she was like early 30s and went on into her 40s fighting uh, boxing and MMA. So this is why I'm featuring her. Um, outstanding when it comes to heart. Outstanding when it comes to knowledge. Okay. Um, she, she's still, she's a trainer now, so she's still giving back to the combat world. And she, she knows her stuff enough. She's, she's got some great males under in her stable that she's training, as well as females. Um, she's also helped to corner the likes of, um, or to, to help train the likes of uh, Melissa Hernandez and other uh, world champion women boxers. She took over, her and uh, Bonnie Canino, took over the... Uh, women's Golden Gloves franchise for some years where many of these up many of these broads now who you see uh, had participated in in the in the women's national golden gloves. So uh, like I said, heart and soul belongs in this fighting game and this is why I've always appreciated her and admired her. Um, Lovely assistant, is there any other uh, images that we can share? All right, so there she is selling herself. And listen, I'm not going to lie to you about no uh, Yvonne uh, Reyes. When, when we were in camp together, um, everybody, uh, I mean, us women, we we shoot this, uh, you know, kick it around. And, and, and we, <laughs> we talk to each other just like how the means uh, chop up with each other and let me tell you Yvonne had a body that wouldn't quit okay you can see a little bit of it right now so, but yeah she had that booty do <laughs> and we'd always um we'd always tease her about it but very um she, she was about 510 um had the reach had the had the um had the power wasn't very speedy but uh, her defense was was right on up there. So she was going to step to you. She's going to pressure you. She was going to counter you. She was going to test to see what you had you, um, IQ-wise when she was fighting you. So very interesting fighter to watch. Um, 
And like I said, she sold herself very well, as you can see in this promo picture. Um, and so, yeah, that's it. Yvonne Reyes. Uh, I, I like to, I mean, the, the reason why I feature women that's off the known path is it, it, it just gets so monotonous. Everybody knows the Layla and them. Everybody knows the names. Everybody knows. But nobody knows who the, who the real contenders were out there that were putting in work, that were putting their records on the line, that were pressing and, and building the standard of competition that we need and needed in women's boxing to, to, to grow and, and to be the notable uh, industry that we have become now. Okay, so this this crone, this woman right here, has contributed tremendously to it. Yvonne Ray's middleweight. Okay, lovely assistant. Is there uh, another image that I can share? Ooh, so, um, like I said, I'm I'm gonna come forward with with uh, just some contenders now. Seeing that the this show the mega match uh is postponed just shining a bit of light on two contenders that are headed in that direction as well to either fight uh clarissa if clarissa will take the match or scrapbook boxing comes in peace to the queen evening sister sugar thanks for coming scrapbook boxing i was feeling getting kind of lonely in here okay so party was started you know because I, I could party by myself but mwah, i like to see you in the in the building too so thank you um so we featured Yvonne Reyes, an old crone uh, that uh made some noise in women's boxing and now um talking about a, a current contender, Raquel Miller. Okay, so Raquel Miller uh, was a high-end amateur um, who would, stepped in the ring with, with the likes of Carissa Shields, Tika Hemingway, all those names back in the day. Oh, scrapbook boxing. Thank you for the rose and the drink. I'll take it. Um, so, yeah, uh, Raquel Miller, uh, her, she, she's, she's always been there. She's always been, you know, calling these names and, 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 and telling them, listen, I'm out here. I need, I'll, give me the chance. But, um, you know, I, I want to shine the light on, on this contender a little bit tonight. So Raquel Miller it um, is now 37 years old, and she has about my father's business. Hello, Natalie, what up? LOL, okay, about my father's business, what up? Good to see you, thanks for stopping in. Okay, so we got two gentlemen in the building about my father's business and scrapbook boxing. I like it. Um, talking about this young lady, and you know what about my father's business? I know that you have uh, a pretty good understanding of um, what it takes or, or, or um, that can uh what it what it is to be a contender um waiting for an opportunity 
to, to get your chance to, to make some money in the game and, and, and to make a name in the game. Um, we got Raquel Miller here. She is 11 and 0. Okay, she is a middleweight to super middleweight contender. Um, and she is up there uh, called, she, she's a contender for Clarissa Shields in them. She was uh, a national ranked fighter as an amateur, but uh, for some reason, she's not, she has not been given the chance by Clarissa or any of these other high-end uh, females who have fought to have a chance to, to um, at, at these titles. So um, she, she's 11 and 0. She's fought, she, she's fought some names, but these names are pretty much four and 40 fighters or um, Paddington or padded fighters. And I want to get your point of view of how a real contender should be built in the game of women's boxing. I, I, I know that um, you, you are very familiar with working with a lot of high-end uh, women's boxers and, and um, you, you, your um, generalship in, in the industry it has definitely made waves. What would you, what, what do you think or who, um, what kind of contender do you think would be a, a, a match for uh, the Guat, the self-proclaimed Guat, Clarissa Shields, as far as ring IQ, as far as power. We know Clarissa ain't knocking nobody out, but she runs her hands and she's pretty strong. Um, give me the, give, give, uh, teach me the game. Teach me the game, my father's business. Let me know what the key is for the contender who may stretch uh, Miss Clarissa Shields. Um, Raquel Miller has fought Zilvia Zabados, who is a, a, a known journey woman, but she fought Zilvia when she was, uh, Zilvia was um, 17 wins, 11 losses, and no draws. So she didn't stop Zilvia, but she won a decision. And, I always say, if you're fighting a four and forty fighter, or if you're fighting a fighter that has um, a, a record where they're surviving, in order for you to make a difference fighting those type of fighters, you have to hurt them, drop them, or stop them. And none of these women are doing that with these four and forty fighters, as far as I can see. So. Um, Raquel Miller has also fought Ashley Curry, who is who is seven wins, eleven losses, and four draws at the time. And I'd like to say a fighter like that with four draws, you you gotta assume that those four draws were actually wins, right? Um okay, so about my business comes in and says, to be honest, I'm just recognizing who's who in the women's boxing scene. Oh, okay. But you knew who was who, though. Like you were working with a. I, I, I'm. I know, Chris. You was out there, and you were working with some of them. Some, some, some of them who are still out here and who have made names for themselves. Um, I'd like to, since it's me and you chatting. Um, I, I'd like to make reference to 
uh, Mary Spencer. Uh, Mary Spencer, to me, had cracked under the pressure of being Mary Spencer. So Mary Spencer is a, a world-rated, very good uh, amateur fighter at the time, and she was the one. She was the gal to beat until Clarissa Shields came along and and snatched pretty much snatched the title and not snatch in this way, like took that title out of her hand. And, um, you know, just the pressure of it all from then from Mary Spencer busted that pipe. So she, she took a long break off the scene and now she's back. Mary Spencer's back and she's stopping her opponents too. She's, she's doing okay. You know, she's not as sharp as I remember her being as an amateur, but she was just to um, give you guys a clue on, on Mary Spencer. I don't have an image. Uh, very tall. I think she's about 5'11". Rangy fight has uh, leverage on her punches, which gives her some great power. Okay. And, um, like I said, highly ranked. So her, her, her IQ is, is very good. The only thing is, I think uh, Clarissa Shields took her heart in, in their in, encounter, um, which led her to her hiatus uh, out, of, out of boxing. And, and like I said, she's back now. I, I, I want to say that she... She took the time to get to know herself again and make the decision to step back in the ring. And I'm watching her. And to be honest, I, I would say that um, she could be the one. She could certainly be the one because now she knows herself and she knows what she needs to do to slay the dragon. And so, um, she, um, I think she's fighting out of Quebec now, and uh, she, she's fighting four and forty fighters. So I hope she steps up to fighting the likes of Hannah Rankin and, um, uh, you know, all of those those uh, high end uh, competition and and dispatching them the same way she does. She's doing these uh, lower quality opponents that she's fighting. But I think she may hold the key. She she may take. Clarissa um, there um, because she knows herself now in, in that ring. Um, but getting back to Raquel Miller, um, she fought Aaron Tuffhill. Okay, so Aaron Tuffhill is a crone, was a crone when she fought her, but and Aaron Tuffhill was seven wins, four losses. Um, about my father's business. Didn't they fight together in the amateurs as well? Um, who are you referring to uh, as they? Are, are you asking if they, Raquel Miller and Clarissa Shields, fought together as amateurs or um, uh, Mary Spent? Like who, who, are you, who are you referring to? So I can clear this up for you. Um, Shoot me back an answer real quick. So, um, yeah, so Aaron Tuffhill was a crone at the time who was seven wins, four losses, and one draw, okay, fighting at middleweight. And, and that middleweight uh, division, well, what, 
it was a pretty tough division when Aaron Tough Hill was fighting. So uh, Raquel Miller came, uh, took on the crone. So Clarissa Shields and Mary Spencer. Of course, Clarissa Shields and Mary Spencer um, fought together in the amateurs. And that that was that was the the thing, the straw that broke Mary's back. Um, was the was that um i think it was a duel a usa versus canada duel uh that was held in windsor mary spencer's hometown and clarissa shields along with um the other ladies who were on that olympic team i i think it was two or three other ladies um who was it? Uh, I, I know Queen Underwood was on in it. Um, I think Michaela Meyer may have even been uh, one of the uh, participants uh, in that duel. I'm not sure. Remember, this is the amateurs, so I don't really pay too much attention to the Ammies. Um, and then uh, it was Mary Spencer, who was the reigning world champion at the time, right? But everybody was fighting for that spot to go to the first uh, Olympics that women were going to be introduced in 2012 that year. So um, uh, Mary Spencer was the gal, like I said, she started off at 147. Um, she, she was in the, she, she was the star in the game, world champion. I think she even got awards, uh, being the the you know best boxer of these world champion tournaments so mary spencer was the equivalent of the katie taylor okay as and yeah first fighter and only fighter to be known uh, to be endorsed by cover girl so she had it all she had it going on you know this and um clarissa shields little scrappy Detroit, dirty water, <laughs> Clarissa Shields, and this ain't nothing dissing her, but this is just letting you know where this gal, where, where this young gal came from. Um, she was a name, she was a name, no, you know, bubbling in the U.S., and she got the opportunity to go to this duel to face Mary Spencer, who was the dragon at that time. And she stepped to Mary Spencer's chest. She she beat up Mary Spencer in that fight. Um, it 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 was I I watched that match, and I have to say it was very entertaining and very fulfilling to watch um, two very accomplished, intelligent young women fight for the opportunity to um, represent, uh, to, to be, to truly be the, the, the gal under the spotlight to go to the first women's Olympics. So it was fantastic. Um, and it was in that duel, it was in that match that Clarissa Shields took Mary Spencer's heart, okay? And you know that's what you need as a fighter if there's anything, any ingredient that you cannot leave out in the making of a fighter. 
is the heart. Okay? You got to have the heart to fight, win or lose. And I said, um, uh, Clarissa took Mary Spencer's heart in that fight because she, um, she stepped to Mary and she let Mary know that you are the thing that's stopping me or you're the thing that's in the way of me making a better life for me and my family. And only death will stop me. That's how intense the fight was. And when you have somebody in your face and, you, and you're not feeling that type of hunger, it, it, it touches your soul. It makes you question yourself. Do I really belong here? Do I really need this? And in that fight, I know that Mary Spencer looked at her and was like, I have never seen a beat. I've never seen nothing like this before. Let me step off the podium. You can have it, girl. Because it was never the same. Mary did not fight the same after that. So, um, I know Raquel Miller's up here, but I mean, the topic of discussion now is that contender, which I wish I had a picture of. Um, and, and my guys, they're, they're not on tonight. I, my, I got some substitute players in, in uh, producing my show in the background who I am so grateful for. Thank you, guys. Um, otherwise, somebody would have threw up a link already. Um, but with that, you know, with that being said, with that being said, um, here we are now where the 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 saga continues women's boxing channel you here okay uh edu maxson can't beat it shelter listen you coming in with some different languages and different terminologies women boxing channel yeah i always say this you my troublemaker you're my trouble okay i don't know what that means you coming in um Edumakshon, E-D-U-M-A-K-A-S-H-O-N. What do that mean? <laughs> uh, we're talking about Mary Spencer, okay, and Women's Boxing Channel. I, I should hope that you're familiar with her um, as a, 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 the contender, I would say, that um, may be the one to come back and, and, and possibly stretch Clarissa Shields to that limit. I don't know if she'll beat her, but um, the story, that's the story. That's interesting. That's the other mega match that would definitely, that we are definitely looking forward to. That's if uh, the, the, the higher power, the boxing higher powers understand how important or 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 what that what the that road entailed um just know that sugar called it on the show tonight the next that next big mega match the next story the the better build up from this savannah marshall Ooh, i beat you in the amateurs thing is mary spencer versus clarissa shields okay um like i said she's taking uh, she's taking a break out of, she took a break out of boxing, Mary Spencer did, and she's back. 
okay? And when you do that, when you step out and you decide to step back in, you're a different person, okay? And um, uh, that she, when you're that different person, it that that means that you, uh, you're not, you're not in it for the glitz and glam. You're in it because you got to prove something to yourself. Uh, women's Boxing Channel. So edumakshon means education. Okay, well, thank you. Um, in what language, though? <laughs> um, yeah, so that's it. Okay, so back to Raquel Miller. So this this one right here, though, I, um, she fought Alba Ibarra who was seven and O at the time that she fought Alba Ibarra. And y'all know Alba Ibarra just fought Jessica McCaskill this year at, at welterweight at 147. Okay, so, I mean, did she, Alba Ibarra, I'm hoping that she gets it all together and comes back. Oh, talking fight boxing. Thank you guys. So there's a link here of Mary Spencer dropped in and dropped in the chat dropped in the talk y'all have a look at this this broad right i think she's still abroad she ain't a crone yet she's in her she's probably in her uh early 30s now very early 30s probably yeah so um there's some time for her and a time for that match to come i would like to see mary spencer fought fight this this gal right here this broad raquel miller um, she is 30. So Raquel Miller is 37 years old. Okay. So if, if, if the numbers ain't hit already, they need to be hitting now, right? She's, she's on the tail end of her, of her peak period. Right. I, I always, um, I always say this women's boxing is not the same as men's boxing, right? The best time, the peak time for a female fighter is between the ages, between the age of 34 and I would say 42, right? That window right there is when that bra is going to peak and turn into the crone that she she is. And she, she's going to be strong. She's going to know what she can do in that ring. She's going to be entertaining. And she would have put in enough work to get her on a platform that she would make some good money. Okay, um, and so th this this broad right here or crone, uh, Raquel Miller, she she needs an op, she needs a a chance. So y'all, ladies, Clarissa, Savannah, Hannah Rankin, all of y'all that's got these belts now, right? Give your girl, give your girl a shot, give your girl a chance. Okay, it's a good contender. Uh, lovely assistant, is there any other pictures out here? Okay, so this is the matchup. So you see Raquel, she got her little belt, belty belt. But Carissa got that green one. And she has, um, I think she has four more belts. Okay, so that's, we're going to say it. Like the queen reigns supreme. Clarissa uh, Shields got all the hardware. Okay, so it, it's it's up to the contenders to scramble out here to find something, find a belt, and make it something that people would want to be interested in 
them putting that belt up against uh, Clarissa Shields for the opportunity at, at um, possibly dethroning the Guat. Um, uh, lovely assistant, is there, let, let's move on in the end this slideshow, see what we got. Oh, okay, so we wanna change, we wanna change contenders. Now you wanna look at this, this is Shadeja Green. Okay, Shadeja Green uh, just, just got off the Olympics. Okay, well, not just, but she was in the Olympics previous to this. Um, Women's Boxing Channel says, 37 years of age is the most popular age of a female champion. I'd agree. Yeah, that's the age of maturity for a female fighter champion, especially now um, if, if they haven't started soon. Um, 33.3 to be exact from Women's Boxing Channel. I really, I, so 33, uh, 37 years and three months. Okay, I'll take it. I remember when I was that age, I, that was that was my time. Um, about my father's business comes in and says, wow. Let me know why you said wow though about my father's business. Is that, well, what do you think about that number? Uh, Women's Boxing Channel says, I did a lot of research about eight months ago. <laughs> Listen, I, Women's Boxing, I appreciate that. I appreciate that because true enough, I remember being that age as a woman boxer and um, 37 was when I felt, I, I felt the most alive in the ring and I just knew who I was. Uh, I, I th That was when my power came, like I was sturdy. That was when my IQ, you know, was, I, I was wise. I wasn't just smart in there, but I became wise. And, you know, uh, the right fights didn't come along and then COVID hit. And so my time fizzled because everything got shut down with COVID. So, I mean, sugar just probably ain't never had good timing in this industry, but I still love it. Um, about my father's business comes back and says, um, they said, wow, because it's, older for men when men start going down. So about my father's business, bring, it, it brings back the, the fact that women's boxing and male boxing are completely different, right? And what you're looking for in uh, women's boxing is not the same as you would look for in, in men's boxing. So um, at 37 years old, a male fighter starts to decline. He's not even at his peak. About my father's business, what, what age would you say a male boxer peaks, uh, regardless of weight class? Um, I know heavyweights peak a little older, but what is that? What is the age that you would say a male boxer peaks? Um, Women's Boxing Channel says uh, there were six at 37 years old. Okay, so yeah, you got the number. I agree with that, certainly. Uh, the 37, thir between 35 and 37 is the number, right? Our bodies as women, that's when our bodies mature. That's when our 
in, that's when our, our temperament matures. And that's when we become the best type of fighters. That's why I, that, that's why the, the, the term crone is not derogatory in women's boxing. It's, uh, I put my work in, this is my time. I'm hard, my bones are hard and I've matured. Um, about my father's business says, males in boxing usually peak, peak. They peak between the age of 30 and 35. Okay, so males peak uh, testosterone, body, body mature strength, all that stuff, wit, all that stuff, they peak between 30 and 35. Women peak between, I would say, 34 and 42. Do y'all see the big difference in that? So you guys, so, so people who don't know women's boxing wanna get excited about these little uh, uh, wet behind the ears young women who's in their 20s or whatever, hopping around and boxing or whatever. You know, they want to get excited about what they do in the ring, but they're just, they're still just baby broads at that age. They're just baby baddies, babies, right? Big girl panties. When you put your big girl panties on is when you get to that age of 34, because guess what? If you're still fighting at that, that damn age, that means you a bad bitch. That means <laughs> ain't nobody ever tested you just yet. That means you have, you, you have um, matured into, in, into, that, in, into that, that combat um, assassin that you've been training for all of those years. Yeah, that's when the work pays off, okay? Um, so yeah, the, uh, you know, the, oh, sorry, wait, 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 wait. Ah, Shadesia Green now. Shadesia Green uh, is a former Olympian. I believe she even medaled. I'm not sure if she got the gold, but she did medal. So she's 33 years old. She's 10 and 0 with nine KOs. But the thing about this 10 and 0 is they're all Paddington. They're all bluffing mint, okay? For such a quality prospect, I think they should have pressed her, just like how they, pre like, ain't nobody pressing nobody no more, right? When Clarissa Shields turned pro, she fought uh, a, a broad that was 18 and something, like had plus 10 fights and was a winner, right? They press Clarissa. Y'all sleeping on Clarissa Shields and Clarissa won, okay? Not knowing anything about pro, having to find her way in that ring as a professional. She got thrown in there with a broad that had 18 plus fights and had a winning 18 plus fight record, okay? Um, nobody's doing that anymore. 
No one has done that since. Everyone, every everyone is sitting on their farts, <laughs> right? Ain't nobody trying to stink up the place like Clarissa did, and mean and stink up the place. Make the noise, make people turn heads, make people, right? Nobody's doing that. You feel like you could just sneak through the door now. I think that's gross, right? So being ten and zero, being eleven and zero, fighting four and forty fighters or Paddington people, or people that have, you know, pay, crappy quality opposition, and, and, and all of a sudden you're supposed to be the jam, ain't hitting it, right? You are not contributing to women's boxing, especially as a contender, and hell no, you don't deserve no money for that. You don't deserve that money for, and you only fight in two minute rounds? What you think this is? So you want endorsements for that? You want us to get excited about that? No, 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 right? People talk about Clarissa Shields and that she's a bully, she's this, she's that. But I'm gonna tell you this, she's the act to follow. And it seems like she's a tough act to follow for these punks coming out here, right? Because four and 40, padded records, just to get you to a number, just to keep your O? Absolutely not. Um, women's boxing champion says, came up, top 14 channel champions ages eight months ago were Gabrielle, 37 years old, Natasha Jonas, 37 years old, Jessica McCaskill, 38 years old, Katie Taylor, 35 years old, uh, Amanda Serrano, 33 years old. Um, Nava, and Nava is 41. But this is not, I know this ain't Jackie Nava. Who is the Nava that you talking about Women's Boxing Channel? Because there's a baddie Nava out there that um, I just watched her fight. I, I don't know if she might have fight Tootie Bop. I don't know if she's the one that, but boy, um, box, uh, Women's Boxing Channel continues saying um, Mitchell, last name Mitchell, 37, Juarez, Barbie. Um, is that Barbie Juarez, 35? Uh, Fujioka, 46. God dang, what is her weight class? Fujioka, she must be small. But 46 years old, she damn near 50 in doing it. And ain't nobody stopped her yet. She's champion, even though belts are bought. But still, the training alone, right? <laughs> you got to be tough to stand in there and be competitive at those at the, at, at that age. Um, Marla Esparza, 32. Bop, Tooth the Bop, 37. I think she was the one that fought Nava. Um, Tenkai, 37. Haganata. 37. Awakawa, 38. All right now. So it was Women's Boxing Channel comes in and says it was, it is Jackie Nava. She won the WBC Diamond Belt reserve as a fight between great champion versus Juarez. And Juarez ain't no joke neither. Okay. So um, what I'm saying is 
when you watch women's boxing, there has to be an appreciation for the differences. Okay. So they're not, these are not just old bra, old crones in there. Like I said, these are women who have matured in being badasses, who have gone through the game, who have fought the rounds, who have felt the beats, who have had the ups and have had the downs, have had fights fall through and stuck with it. And at that time of croneship, knows herself. Okay? So um I I just wish I, I just wish COVID didn't didn't uh didn't steal my thunder because COVID dropped when when it was my time of croneship, when it was my time to step up. Um I stepped up the best I can I could though. But this Shadeja Green, I can't even like the only the only contender that she fought that I would say um, something about is Angelica Lopez Flores, who is uh, 13-0-0. But then when you look at Angelica's record, Angelica's fighting the debuters, uh, sub-10 losers, and all of that stuff. So, like, Shadesia Green who is a former basketball player. So she's a big broad, okay? Uh, she she uh, moonlights or she rallies between 173 pounds and she's gone down as low as 163. So this broad is big, okay? Um, you know, look like she got some weight behind her punches, okay? Nine KOs, but she's, she's knocking out lower quality opposition, okay? Um, I'd like to see her step up. I'd like to see what she can do. Uh, this is a pretty decent uh, contender. Now, I'm not screaming for her to fight the Guat, Shields, because I think Shields would dust this one, right? She, I, I think she, I, I think this is um, Shadisha Green. You may not like me right now, but um, your record looks good. You're 10 and 0, but I think you're, uh, it's a lot of hot air um, on your resume, right? Your receipt, your receipt doesn't check out. The items on your receipt don't check out, right? So um, I want to see, I, I, I do want to see you step up. I do think you have the potential. Um, rallying between 173 pounds and 163. Okay, well, I think you should go after Hannah Gabriel. Why not be why not be a light heavyweight heavyweight? Why not make some noise in those divisions? Okay? You're a, you're an Olympian, right? You don't have to chase another, you don't have to chase uh Clarissa or any of these other stars or names. You don't have to chase nobody. You are somebody on your own. So, do that. Um Women's Boxing Channel says, "So in female sport, the average peak comes later in age." Absolutely. We're different, all right? We're not like the man's, right? A woman's body matures later on in her life, okay? Um, the, the, the body settles. The muscles get more solid. The bones get harder. You know, um, 
it, it, it's just the, the, the wisdom, the emotional, um, the emotions are balanced and the wisdom is there because everyone knows that women are emotional creatures. Okay, women and females, we do get emotional. It's just in our nature. Okay, so all of that towards the late latter years starts to uh, peak and then it's regulated. We know who we are at that time. Okay, so um, yeah, so Shadeja Green, uh, they do, lovely assistant, are there any more pictures? Let's get through this, this, this slideshow. Okay, so that's her in the ring. Um, I'm not sure who she's fighting there. Um, throwing a punch. Not really impressed. I think this is the best picture that um, we, we could have found of her in action. Um, but you know what I'm saying? For, for someone who has been on that Olympic level, you, you gotta, you gotta bring it. You gotta bring it, uh, young lady at 33 years old out here. Um, and, and you, you've got big shoes to fill. Okay. So, uh, these are the contenders that I wanted to feature and, um, scrapbook boxing says women's boxing is taking over. I don't think women's boxing is taking over just yet. I don't. Um, who's, I mean, women's boxing, who? Who's taking over? You see what I'm saying? A takeover means you got baddie after baddie after baddie, right? The, the clip is loaded. You know what I'm saying? We got one baddie. And that's Clarissa Shields. It is what it is. Okay. Look at this mega match. So the mega match is postponed and everything in women's boxing is pretty much frozen. We, we've gotten to a place, but we're not taking over nothing. So scrapbook boxing says men don't want to fight each other. You see it, right? These guys have, these men have turned into some serious divas out here. They don't want to fight each other. It's, 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 it's disgusting. Scrapbook boxing says, that's my point. That is okay. So a point taken, but just because they don't want to fight don't mean that, um, the contenders aren't serious out here. Okay, and there are some true male contenders out here that that keep us interested, regardless. Um, and there's the, the 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 playing field in women's boxing is not there yet. It's not. So we're not taking over, but we 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 have the ability to, if these promoters act right, if these these promoters give the women that they, the broads and the crones who, uh, who are quality contenders, the opportunities and the platform to show themselves. Yes, there's some real money and taking over that can be done with women's boxing. But as they're doing it now, I, I don't, not yet. Uh, women's boxing, um, 
sorry, about my father's business says, true, the guys don't want to fight one another. I mean, y'all, you know, it's y'all's fault, right? When you have, when, when, when you have guys that are making money just sitting on their ass and not fighting, or they're making so much money that they can bullshit between fights, then that's what you have. You have men that don't, that aren't hungry anymore and don't, don't really care to fight anymore, right? So, I mean, that's it. I'll tell you this, the women out here, the broads out here, the crones out here are hungry. We just not getting fed. We're not getting paid. We're not getting the opportunities yet and still, okay? We out here still fighting for cheeseburgers. Okay, we, we need that to be different, but I know y'all, especially y'all that chime in to the sugar show. If y'all come here, the, my, my guys, you, you misfits, my people, y'all show up on Wednesdays to talk this talk with me and y'all talk to me nice too. I love it, okay? If y'all are doing this, then I know that the interest is there and I know that the potential is there right? It's just for these promoters and these platforms to catch up because we do have ourselves a good time and it is quite interesting. Um, women's boxing champion come, I mean, women's boxing channel comes out saying, I'm in the middle of doing a big research into the first title fights for each of the 15 title belts in each division. Okay. Um, and I love that you're doing the research women's boxing channel. You might need to, uh, hop on my line because I I'd love to do some side stuff with you. I love your passion for women's boxing. I really do. I feel you. Um, you're a true fan and I appreciate you. Um, and, and so, so much so for my other guys too. Um, but the research, we do, we do need people to do these numbers, these analytics and the research. So these Teletubby um, dummies who's out here doing the commentary on women's boxing, I believe one, uh, my guy, uh, Eddie, Eddie, um, Eddie M out here, he, he's my guy out here in um, um, a jewel of women's boxing, Eddie Montavolo. Um, put up a link the other day, shared a link with me the other day of this female, this woman who was co-commentating on a, on a big women's fight. And she said, oh, um, the contender such and such is trying to make her name as a soccer player. Like she really came out her mouth and said, soccer, bitch, you're fired. I said, yeah, I said it. You had the nerve to get a job commentating on a women's boxing match and your ass said soccer? Bitch, you're fired. I'm sorry to my guys at Talking Fight, but that really, like, that really enrages me. That really shows the respect that these people have for putting giving jobs to people out here because sugar is out here and I would definitely love to do or commentate on women's boxing. And I have, I would sell it. And I have some, I, I, I had, I would have enough to say than to mistake the whole event for soccer. <laughs> um, women's 
Boxing Channel comes to say uh, for women's fights only, you're doing the research. And I love that. Uh, they, women's Boxing Channel is saying they're, they're doing the research uh, starting from 1993. Scrapbook Boxing comes in. I hear you, Queen. You're such a sweet talker and a charmer. Scrapbook Boxing. I love that sweet talk. Um, I got a sweet tooth. That's why they call me sugar. Um, and uh, Women's Boxing Channel comes in to say, uh, women's boxing is the greatest, most exciting sport on earth. Mm. Mm -hmm. Where have you been all my life? <laughs> I, I, I just, I, I, I'm grateful. Thank you, Women's Boxing Channel, for saying that. That, that speaks, that's a tremendous statement. Um, about my father's business coming in with the big LOL. What you laughing at? Talking about big LOL. What you laughing at? Huh? You love this women's boxing too. Huh? Um, I, I, uh, women's boxing channel says he LOL'd me, LOL. Okay, so since we LOLing, let's LOL it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I find women's boxing quite exciting. That's why I've, I have devoted my life to it. I, I've been, I've, I've been in this industry. I've been doing this game since I was a, a young teenager, since I was 17. Yeah. Um, and, and, and have stuck in it and have had fights fall through and, you know, just talking about that, the fights falling through that staying motivated Staying hungry through those things, through, through those trials and tribulations of that, you know, staying, staying motivated, staying, keeping focused when things dry up, when you don't know when your next fight's going to be, right? Uh, building that mental toughness to persevere through all of that is why I'm so in love with women's boxing. Um, about my father's business saying, just enjoying y'all's back and forth, LOL. Okay. I'm glad you're enjoying that. Uh, me, me, me and, uh, my misfits that show up, we, we do have a good time on, on Wednesday nights. Y'all need to in, invite some people, uh, so we can, so we can have a party and, and we can chat big and, 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 and really, uh, chop it up and, and have some enjoyment. But yes, um, yeah, when fights call, fall through, like I said before, what's that, a Tuesday? What's that, a whole December? Is that a summertime? Is that three years in a row? You know what I'm saying? So yeah, fights fall through, right? But now what are you going to do? Now, what, what does a female fight, what does a woman fighter do in those times? That's when you find your tough, find who you are. Find what it is that keeps that foot in that ring, keeps you in the game, because it's so easy to pick out on pizza and soda and, and have a lot of naughty times. It'll get you in a lot of naughty trouble. Sometimes you get suspended for nine months, <laughs> if you know what I mean, if you're not focused in staying in this game, right? Um, Women's Boxing Channel says, okay, here, here's what it is. 
women's boxing is not just about the fights. It's about the weigh-ins, the beef, the banter online, the family atmosphere, and the grit and nastiness, LOL. You, this, women boxing, you spitting tonight. You spitting. Them's bars right there. Those are bars. You spitting. Right? Yes. That's what women's boxing is about. Right? You're not looking at who turned the punch over right or whatever it is. It's really, it's, it's, we want to see, we want to see great technique and great fighting. But it is about whether you like the broad or not. Is the broad messy? And if this messy broad, can she fight? Is this broad a, 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 a quick-tempered broad, but can she fight? Is this a pretty broad, but can she fight? Is this the girl next door? Is this a crone? Can she fight, though, right? What kind of broad do you like? What kind of banter and, and drama do you like brought to the table? How can we put these stories together to make it interesting and to make that money? That's what women's boxing is all about. Women's Boxing Channel also says, it's about much, much more than just the fight. It's about watching the fight for the bag and the journey and the pride and women's recognition. Oh my gosh. Boy, you're spitting. You are, yes. Yeah, I'm bopping my head to it. Yes. Uh, women's Boxing Channel says, it's about History being made as it happens. Yes, yes. I can speak on that. I've been a part of that. I've been that. And it is what it is. Fighting through, fighting through, making people or 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 your 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 passion for something that ain't no one's really giving the spotlight to. Nobody really cared about it but we have that passion for it that we fight so hard just to do it that that is what it's about that is really what it's about um women's boxing channel says the need to sell tickets and build recognition now i'll tell you this people talking about selling tickets and building recognition the recognition is who you are as a woman boxer. It really is. Selling tickets, uh, that's, that, that's something that will excite a promoter, right? Fans don't care about how many tickets are sold. Fans care about the broad. What's her struggle? What's her story? What's her thing? What, 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 what makes her get in there and fight? And can she fight? And will she win? And if she don't win, how did she go down? Did she go down swinging, guns a-blazing? Or did she uh, run around like the little punk ass that she might be? Like, you know, it, 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 it's the story. It's the story and how it ends. It's the story and, and, and how you stand in there. It's the story about stepping to the other baddie. Or step into that one, that baddie and says, uh, listen, you got something that belongs to me. 
standing on her porch saying, I'm here. Let's fight. I'm here. Let's see who the better broad is. I'm here. I'm that crone. I've been around. I've done the rounds. I am the bad bitch. I am the monster that stands on your porch. Okay? Uh, Women's Boxing Channel says, of course. I'm talking from the fighters trying to build a good living, doing something she loves. Well, good luck with that. Women's boxing and women's boxers don't, there's not enough money in our industry that uh, makes it so that a woman boxer can make money just fighting. She can make money in the industry of boxing. So she can make money going to camps, being a sparring partner, being, you know, being a spokesperson with endorsements, things outside of the ring, but she has to make sure she stays active. She has to make sure she puts her, you know, she, she, she puts herself out there where she's, she's still live, where people are still interesting, interested and knowing about her and seeing her. That's what happened with Sugar. I didn't really get many, I, I didn't fight much. I had to do things outside the ring to keep people interested. I had to reinvent myself every time I came back in the ring to pique people's interests, right? I, I, I had to grow outside and bring it in the ring and, and, and transform so my fans would stay entertained every time and i could also kick ass and and big and i was one of very few broads that had that thunder clap yeah i could knock a bitch out cold right and i'm not waiting until later on in the round i'm knocking that bitch out fresh out the hot grease yeah by round three she's gone Okay, not many female fighters had the gift, did the divine gift to do that. But I was one of them. And that's why I kept people interested. Um, I'm going to say this. I'm going to wrap up the show. Like, subscribe, share. Y'all had me a little bit worried when, when I started off. I, I thought I was going to be... um partying by myself but my 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 people always come through and show up so I'm, I'm gonna do the roll call tonight thank you so much scrapbook boxing for coming in and making you know making things really randy and nice by giving me my rose and my drink every time you showing up and talking to me nice because i love when you call me a queen um Thank you about my father's business for taking the time to show up. Uh, like I said, you are you are a general in this game, and you have done so many things that um, are legendary. I know who you are, okay, and I appreciate you taking the time to participate and 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 lend your perspective on my show. Uh, thank you, Women's Boxing Channel, the smartest fan I've ever known. Okay, yes, 
I love it. I love it when you show up and I love it when you press me. I love it. You always come on here being my trouble. Quit educating me and quizzing me and making me a little smarter. Uh, now I know that edumakshon means education. Okay. So I, I may use that from time to time. Thank you. Okay. Um, thank you, my, my people, my substitute uh, producers and, and, and my people in the background for making sure this, this show happens tonight. Um, my regular guys, they're, they're away doing fight stuff. So thank you. Thank you, my people at Talk and Fight for giving Sugar this platform. Um, like I said, like, subscribe, and share. Thank you to my audience. Thank you to my people that leave comments and that keep encouraging me to do this thing. Because right now, you know what? Sugar's just doing it. You know, ain't no money behind this. This is just the love. Okay, um, ain't nobody, sugar ain't being bought. Okay, she, this is just pure love and, and, and talking about the love of the game. And um, I, this is something that I, I just um, enjoy, the company of you guys uh, coming on and chopping it up with me. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Um, let's see. Um, about my father's business chimes in that says, I remember a guy threw, threw ice on you at Biggs Morrison. You may not remember, and y'all sparred, and he didn't know he stepped into a batting cage. LOL. <laughs> I don't remember. You remember, you remember a lot of things that happened, but I don't remember that. I bet you he was sorry for throwing that damn ice on me. Yeah. Sugar sugar was scrappy. So about my father's business goes way back with sugar. Yeah. Sugar was scrappy. Sugar sugar had that, right? So knowing sugar from when she was a teenager till now and following the journey and still sticking, right? Ups and downs, right or wrong, you know, um that that's gold. That 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 is more valuable. Those memories are more valuable than than a, than diamond than anything that you was. That's history. Okay. Um, Women's Boxing Channel says night, Jim Bob, night ma, night pa. Okay. Yeah. You 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 tuning into the to how we us country folk talk. All right. Good night. Um, and about my father's business, me and Omri Lothar was watching and laughing. <laughs> Omri Lothar was a bad man. Um, I wish he had gotten further than he did. Um, but, you know, uh, th th there's stories that'll come up with him, too. Uh, Omri Lothar came up with Andre Berto and, and, and them and, and great stories and great times. Um, I'm, I'm going to start dipping in and sharing those things. And about my father's business, I love, I, drop some more of those memories that we can share. Okay. Um, you guys, that's it for the Sugar Show. Like, subscribe, and share. I will see you guys at 7.30 next Wednesday. Make sure your face is in the place. Like, subscribe, and share. Till then, see you next time. Mwah.